Well, good morning, everybody. Um, it's Wednesday hump day and uh, out and about in the district. So I uh, thought I would do a little article here, or, or not article, I'm sorry, um, podcast. Good Lord. I haven't had much coffee this morning. I had to go to the doctor and get some blood work, so I had to uh, refrain from any uh, food or drink. So anyway, um, the last time we talked, or the last time I talked, uh, I shared with you the um, the uh, supernatural stuff that was going on, and, and I kind of gave you a, a foundation for it, and I wanted to follow up with um, more of uh, examples of these things. And I'll go back to my childhood. When I was younger, as young as five, um, I had I had these night terrors. They were diagnosed with night terrors. They thought I was having seizures at night, but uh, they later uh, decided it wasn't seizures, that it was more more along the lines of a night terror. <laughs> and they uh, chalked it up to my uh, uh, neuro system being young and uh, didn't really have an answer, to be honest with you. And my parents never really told me what it was. They just said that, they didn't know what it was at the doctor's office and the hospitals and stuff. So I did I did have several head wounds <clears throat> as a child. I was hit in the head with a baseball bat by accident uh, right up behind someone who was swinging a bat and got hit. Um, I also had, uh, I was running around the car one time chasing the dog or something, and my brother opened the door and I hit the car door. This was back in the early 70s when car doors were solid metal. <clears throat> so, I've had some significant head trauma. Oh, and also, my brother uh, threw a railroad stake at the back of my head and cracked it open. So, I've had enough significant trauma to my head uh, to probably explain why I have this. I don't. I know it sounds crazy, but um, there are there are some studies that show that people who've had significant head trauma later in life develop or soon after develop um, a, uh, a sense, a sixth sense, I guess you'd call it. Well, I definitely have it. I can walk into a building. I can walk into a house. I can, I can feel things. I know if there's something evil there. I know if there's something supernatural there. Um, I can, I can talk to people and, uh, I can even just come in contact with people. I don't even have to talk to them. I can look them uh, in the face and just, I know there's something going on. Um, but as a kid, I definitely had um, something was going on that uh, awakened. I don't even know if it's in the brain or in the mind or if it's, if it's uh, um, I don't know, outside the conscience. I don't even know. I can't explain it, but I know that it's there, and I know that I have it, and I've always had it since as far back as I could remember. Um, I just knew things. And growing up, <coughs> of course, we lived in a haunted house, a real haunted house, like a demonically possessed house. When I was a kid, about eight years old, and um, I don't know if that was part of the reason that I... I have this open doorway between me and the 
the spirit world, but I do. <clears throat> I don't do much of it anymore. I don't really get the opportunity to do much of it, but I used to travel around doing it, and it was really it was really rewarding because, first of all, I never charge for it. Uh, I might have mentioned this before. I just I don't feel like it's the right thing to do to charge. Um, it's it's a free gift that I got and uh, didn't cost me anything, so I, I don't charge people for it, and I've done it for free. I've done small groups. I've done very large groups, large audiences, <clears throat> and um, it's been rewarding for me because people get, they get answers. They have, they have questions, and they get answers, and it's, and it's, it's helped people, and it's um, helped people to make decisions about you know, life decisions, you know, and, um, and it's amazing how many times, you know, uh, people have called me back and they said, yeah, it, it, it happened exactly like you said it would. And, uh, and I remember, you know, um, I, I, I say, I remember, I don't remember usually what, what I said, which is kind of a strange thing, really. Um, but I do know one thing for sure, you know, um, the information that I get, I believe truly comes from God. Um, I don't think I serve some sort of angel or, or, you know, spirit God or whatever. I don't, I don't, it's not necessarily that I don't believe in that. I personally just do not. And so I, um, I hear the same voice that I've always heard, um, I'll tell you an example. Um, there was a lady out in Colorado, a friend of mine, Debbie, and um, she knew that I had the gift. In fact, I had I had um, spoken over her and her husband um, many, many times. <clears throat> but um, when I was visiting her out in, uh, her and her husband, Mark, when I was visiting with them out in Colorado, she asked me to come over and, and do a, um, a reading on a lady and so I did, and I began to, it was just her in her living room, and, and, and uh, it was me and Debbie and this lady, and, and I was praying for her, and, you know, I, I began to speak in her life, and, and I began to get things that were revealed to me. <clears throat> and I said, um, you had a son, and uh, I said he was, uh, he looks like he's, you know, um, late teens, maybe, uh, and I said, um, he was killed in a car accident and she said yeah and she started crying and she said yeah you didn't know that and I said no I didn't and I said um and and I I told you before when I see things I can see it in my mind's eye and uh, so I began to see him in my mind's eye and he was I can't hear him it's almost like the volume is down I don't hear like you you hear me now but I hear things in my spirit, so that makes any sense at all. But that's the best way I can do to describe it. But um, he was pointing at his ears like he was making fun of himself, you know. And um, he was like flopping them back and forth. And he really did have large ears. And he was smiling. In fact, he was laughing. Uh, it was just so funny to him. <clears throat> and I told her, I said, did he have big ears? And I told her that I, I saw him flopping his ears and laughing and then I could hear in my mind's ear I guess if I have a mind's eye I have a mind's ear I could hear in my mind's ear he was saying uh, ask her about his ears and I said tell me about his ears and she started laughing and 
Of course, she's crying and laughing too. And she said, um, she said he had big ears, and he would always flop them about, and he'd call himself Dumbo and things like that. And she said it was funny to him. And she said um, she knew that you know it probably was a source of uh, pain for him, but he used it uh, to make fun of himself. And she said. You know, we had we had talked about having his ears pinned, but he he said no, he didn't want to. It's the way he was. Anyway, he said he had a message for her, and he said, "Tell her that I'm okay, I'm 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 fine, I'm at peace," and that was what she needed to hear. And so that made her life exponentially better. Um, she was able to um, go on about her life, knowing that her son was okay. <clears throat> These are just some of the. That's just one of the stories. Um, my friend Mark was um, in Haiti on a mission trip, and uh, and he called me at some point while he was over there, and um, he said, "Do you have anything for me?" And I said, "And I knew what he meant. He meant, did I see anything? Did I know anything?" And you know, and so I said, "Well, I said it's kind of funny. I said yesterday." Um, I just had this this vision of you in a in a white Toyota pickup truck, and you're in the back of the truck, leaning against the uh, cab. And I said, and you're riding down a dirt road. And he started laughing, and he said, "That is so weird." He said, "Yesterday they picked me up from the airport in a white Toyota pickup truck, and it was a dirt road, and I did get in the back, and I was hanging on to the cab. And uh, I said there was a there was a guy standing next to you with a beard." Uh, a white guy, and he said, yeah, that was a, a, somebody told me his name, I can't remember, he said, that was so-and-so that went with me, and um, I said, well, I don't really have anything for you, it's just that I could see that, and he goes, okay, and so that was another time, there was a fellow who had a, uh, uh, came to our our group one night, uh, prayer meeting group that we had, and he was having trouble, he was not sleeping, and he was having difficulty in his home, and, and, uh, I described, he came up to me and he asked me to pray for him and so I did and um, I described his, his room, his living room and kitchen and uh, to a T, I could see it like I always see things and uh, I said as you walk into the left there's a, there's a uh, piece of furniture with your record player on it and I said there's some records underneath it and uh, I said that there's something tied to the records that are causing you some problems and I said on the other side of the wall there's a there's a poster and um he said yeah i've got a poster of whatever it was and i said there's something connected to those things that are causing you unrest and i said if you get rid of those you'll sleep good well sure enough several days later he came back and he told me he said i got rid of those things and he said i sleep like a baby now whether that was really true or not you know whether i was just a really good guesser you know that's for you to decide um but these are the things that i do <clears throat> I told a woman one time at a restaurant, a young girl, um, I knew she had a, a ring in her pocket. And um, I said, the guy, you're, the guy who wants to marry you is not the right guy for you. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, that ring in your pocket. She said, how could you see the ring in my pocket? I said, I can't, but there's a ring in your pocket. And that's your engagement ring. I said, don't don't accept his engagement he's a bad guy he's not who he says he is and um, she says how do you know that and I said I just know these things 
And um, she started crying and she said, you know, I've often wondered if he was not being truthful with me. And I said, well, I said, let this be a warning to you, keep you from making a huge mistake. Now, it was a restaurant, so I didn't really get to follow up with her, but um, I hope she took the advice. <clears throat> um, I just know things. Um, I've had people ask me to come into their homes. And I had one lady come to me and she, she was at a, a conference and she said, my, my son is having nightmares. And, uh, and I said, you, um, you, your son is in the, the last bedroom down the hallway when you come in the front door. And she goes, yeah. And, uh, I said, there's a piece of furniture in there, a large, uh, like an armoire or something. It's got a, it's got a big door on the front and everything goes, yeah. She said, we bought that just recently bought it. And I said, there's something attached to it that is causing your son to have nightmares. And I said, and also there's something in the closet. There's a, I see a paper bag with movies in it. And she said, no, I've looked in the closet. There's nothing there. And I said, well, look again. So she did, and she came back to me because she went to my church, and she she said, oh, my God, you're, you're so right. She said it was in the back of the closet. I didn't see it. It was hidden. It was a, it was a bunch of movies, um, um, and they were just really evil kind of movies, she thought. And she said, we got rid of that in the armoire. And she said, my son sleeps like a baby now. So... It's a gift. I love doing it. I wish there was some way I could do it with the people here that are listening. Um, I wish there was a way that I could reach out to to people. I've done it over the phone. I've done it through email. Um, I've done it in person. In person's always better. It's just easier for me because something happens when I make contact with a person, physical contact. Usually, hold their hands or you know touch their arm or something. You know, if they're willing. Uh, I don't want to be a creeper, but um, it, it's it's like it's like dial up compared to high speed DSL. Okay, when I touch them, it's like it's like I jack in really quickly to their to whatever is going on their subconscious or whatever it is their spirit world or however you explain it. But uh, I am a conduit for it too. I notice that when you know people will manifest around me sometimes. Um, people I've never met, strangers, they'll just be aggressive towards me for no reason. Um, and it's usually because they're operating in the dark arts and uh, they're threatened by me, I guess. That's the only thing I can imagine. Um, but it's it's not something I worked for. It's not something I went to school for. It was just a gift that I've been given. And uh, maybe maybe one day I can... I can do it again. I, I did contact a friend of mine up in Georgia and uh, told him if he starts doing it again. He, he and I used to do it together. And I uh, told him if he starts doing it again, let me know because people are, people are hungry for the supernatural. <clears throat> Especially today as, as the world is just going to hell in a handbasket. So anyway, that's, that's the follow-up to... Uh, to the um, podcast I did before. I, I, I hope it was interesting for you and I hope you got something out of it. Um, if you do have questions though, I will say this. If you have questions about something you need to know and you want to reach out to me, I'll give you my email. It's uh, nurse, N-U-R-S-E-H-A-R-T-L-E-Y at yahoo.com. If you have questions or you have concerns or you have a burning question that you need answered, um, I'll do my best to jack in and, and help you. Um, I don't charge anything. It's just 
something I do. So if you uh, 